Welcome to the Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We've combined life experience with young adult drive and ambition. Are you just starting to college plan? Did you finish your education and wonder, now what? Join us in this lively discussion about the topics you need to know to create the next stage of your life's dreams, careers, finances, education, and more. All right, here we go. This is it. Two old kids, two young adults. I always have to think about it. I don't know why. Two old kids, two young adults. It's a podcast that allows young people to interact with experienced subject matter experts in different career fields. And then occasionally we get together and just talk amongst ourselves because we got some interesting stuff to talk about. So I'm here with my co-host. This is Amy. This is Alex. And uh, Capri's not with us because she's off doing community service, of course. So uh, we will talk about why that's important and when she gets back and how we can fit that into students' lifestyle choices. But today, an interesting subject came across our desk. I was talking to someone in the school district here locally, and I was talking to Amy and Alex a little bit, and the question that came up was, what does a young young person do during the summer or when they graduate from high school and specifically when they graduate from college about getting job or work experience, particularly as it relates to a career objective. And of course, Amy, Alex, this subject drives me absolutely bonkers because if we're talking about what you do after college or after high school, you're too late. The real question should be what could your young person be doing while they're in high school or while they're in college to develop a career path. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where you guys want to start with this, but I think Amy, you pose an interesting question in our show notes, where it's like, is a job just a job when you're looking at something to do in your senior year, junior year, all throughout college? So let's dive into that a little bit. I thought you made a really good point. You want to kind of share with the folks your observation is, and then we can talk amongst ourselves. Yeah. What I've noticed sometimes with the young adults that they just like, I need a summer job and I just need some gas money or am I spending money or I'm just trying to save a little bit. And they're completely dedicated. And these are hardworking, maybe AP students. They know what their career, what they want to major in. And they go to look for a summer or a part-time job and they just take that path of least resistance. Well, I saw help, you know, I'll just go down to this fast food place, or it's easier for me to just go here or go there. And with the way the job market is right now, that there are jobs in every category. It's not like it's hard. So if you're already thinking, I'm going to be majoring in XYZ, let's look for a job that is in XYZ. Even if it means you're just sitting at the front counter answering phones, you're immersed. And I think looking at something that can be an immersion in an industry you're interested in can open up credibility, possibility, or maybe give you time to change your mind. And that was kind of the open discussion. I thought we could talk about some different examples of that to help our our young adults think outside the box and not just go, well, my friend works at Starbucks, so I'm going to go do that too. Yeah. Not that it's not a great job. So, if that's what you want to do. <laughs> right. And I think you hit the nail on the head, which is there are lots of opportunities for a job. Mm-hmm. And I think I would agree with this. And I've encouraged my kids. And I did this when I was a young man. You, you got to start figuring out how to pay your own way on some stuff. Maybe it's the gas in the car. Maybe it's going out with your friends. But there should be another side to this, which is what can I do? to establish 
kind of a path, if you will, towards a career. So I'll yeah. ask Alex, because in the 18 years I've helped young people get into college and figure out financial aid, Alex is the only student, only one in the thousands that we've worked with who's ever asked me for an internship. So Alex, here's the question for you. Super easy for you. You're a bright young guy. Why wouldn't you just go get a job as opposed to asking some old guy uh, whether or not you could do an internship? Maybe you could share with the folks out there your thought process and how that all came to be. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know from my uh, first two years out of college, I just had a job. You know, I wanted to make money. I wanted to save up some money. But then I really started realizing towards the uh, summer going into my junior year, like, man, like I'm going to my junior year, almost 21. Like I'm more than halfway through college. I gotta get some actual industry experience. So um, I remember my mom was going to do some work with you, Ed. And so I approached you, just kind of picked your brain about what exactly you were doing with your business. And then I just kind of pitched to you like, hey, this is how I think I can help you. And um, worked out extremely well, but really came to the point where I realized I've got work experience. That's great but it really wasn't relevant to what I wanted to do in the future. And I was a psychology major, but I know I wanted to go into business. So making money is great. Um, working full-time during the summer is great. It shows good work ethic, but I really need something to separate myself from other individuals I realized. And so I could put something on my resume. I can put something like internship at a startup company on my resume. And I really think that helped me tremendously. And I think you guys brought up a really good point too. Like it is important to make money. You want to save up some money, have something to fall back on, but even getting a part-time job at the Starbucks and working part-time, even if it is a few hours per week unpaid, just for a job that is related to what you want to do, is so important because you get the money and you get the experience to put that on your resume. And I, you brought a really good point too, Amy, just like getting immersed in that field. You have, even if you're picking up phones, doing whatever it is, right. um, I think it just of the utmost importance to have that relevant industry knowledge. So you can talk about that during interviews, even if you are doing stuff like picking up phones. Right. So I really wanted to separate myself from other people. Uh, imagine the difference if you want to be, let's say in media production and instead yeah. of working at, you know, target or something like that, you find a media company that you're, you're schlepping their stuff. You might just be unloading all their equipment and out of the car to go on the field shoots. But now mm. you see what it takes to do a field shoot. You now understand as you're picking that career, oh my gosh, there's a lot involved with this. And, and, and when you get to a location, what it takes and what it takes to work with individuals and to get the right shot and making sure the audio is good and how to take care of this equipment, how much the equipment costs, it exposes you to all of those key things. If you want to work with animals, then get a part-time job or answer phones at the veterinary office mm. or at an animal hospital. So you find out, well, I really don't mind being around all these smelly barking animals. And, <laughs> you know, that's, you're going to make the same yeah. money as you make at one of the other places, but you're staying on that path and those jobs are out there. And, and you're right, just getting that credibility now, setting yourself apart, because when you do get to that career point, whether it's after schooling, during schooling, it's competitive. And any angle you can take, the earlier you can take it, the bigger the advantage you're going to have. It is so competitive because you could be graduating college, you have a degree. Awesome. That was a huge accomplishment. Kudos to you. But guess what? millions of other kids are graduating with a degree in business, in psychology, yeah. media production, whatever it may be. So if you want to get hired by, say, a media production company, you just have that degree. A bunch of other people are going to have relevant work experience, and that is going to make you 
in my opinion, this might be a little bit more controversial, but if you have the experience, but a lower GPA, I think that's going to make you so much more marketable because you've worked in the industry. It's yes. huge. Yes, completely. You know, <laughs> and, and I know I want you to jump in there, but you, we, you work so much on helping um, students understand what their college apps need to look like and all mm-hmm. that has to be described in those essays, preparing college apps. Well, this is the time to start preparing your life apps. Yeah. And what that needs to look like. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Um, Amy, I want to comment on something that Alex said, and I don't know what your thoughts on this because you're a business owner too. As a business owner, I could care less what your GPA was in college. Yeah, no one, no one I, cares. No one yeah, cares. I, <laughs> oh, don't tell I, all our Everyone secret. cares. Everyone cares. <laughs> we care. Oh. We care. <laughs> no, Once you get into college, I'm not I even think I'm going to fake it. What I really want is different. someone who. Sorry, Alex, go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying in college, the, uh, the GPA discussion is uh, very different. Unless you want to go to grad school, that's a completely different discussion. But if you're just trying to oh, for sure. graduate, get a job right out of college, um, as long as you're passing your classes, I think that's the most important thing. Right. Yeah. So I can tell you from experience that I want someone who's going to show initiative. Mm-hmm. I want some experience and I want someone who's going to be willing to contribute in any way, shape, or form. So back to Alex's experience, I didn't have an internship program. So when he approached me, I actually had to think about it. Now, the advantage that Alex had than anybody else would have is that I knew him. Mm -hmm. So if if you're taking notes at home, I'm going to give you kind of a couple little catchphrases. One, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm -hmm. So he was able to come back to me because we had worked together on his essay. So I knew what his work ethic was preparing for college. So it's not, I could care less what he knew is that we had a rapport. And the other thing that I would say is that I think one of the challenges, and I read this one time, is that people think that college is the thing that prepares you for the real world. College degree tells somebody that you know information. A resume tells somebody that you have experience. And experience drives everything. So I had a gal that worked with us out of college. She went to USC really sharp, but she had no work experience. And you could tell when she got to the office, she wasn't comfortable. She didn't know what to do. She didn't know how to engage. She didn't communicate Mm -hmm. well. Those are things that you learn on the job. And so there is some value about getting experience. So back to Amy's example, and Capri's not here, but Capri worked for at Starbucks for like two months. But what it did for her is it put her in a real world environment with other adults, right? She can hold her own, but there are some young people who don't know how to communicate with adults. Mm-hmm. So you can get some value and some traction out of that. Mm-hmm. But to Amy's point, if you told me that you wanted to own your own coffee shop, and you're going to go to the school to get a marketing degree or a business degree, but that's what you're going to do. That's going to passionate. That is right on what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. But if you're thinking that, and I like the example that Amy used of a veterinarian, because if you're going to be a veterinarian, working at a coffee shop does not do anything for you. Mm-hmm. It, 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 when you put your work, your resume or your brag sheet together for a university or college, they're going to see those things. and like, these don't line up. Right. So if you can work at, I don't care if it's a, a shelter for animals. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's, you know, you're working in, you know, you're cleaning up the environment in a marsh or something and you're preserving the place where this bird lives. 
Right. Big Even Petco is a better choice. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Something else. <laughs> Petco, exactly. It, because it, it shows them that you have thought through this, that you've got a plan. Yes. And there's nothing that a college, just another writer downer, nothing that a college wants more is to take a student who already has proven they're successful to come through their university because it predicts success on the other side so that they can take credit for it. Right. They're Especially. not there to create success. They're there to create, to give education. What they want is somebody who already has an idea of what they want to do. So I don't know how, how deep you guys want to go into this, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably the thing in my organization when I work with young people that surprises me the most. I've worked with, I worked with a young man today and he was like, I want to get into, and by the way, this is why we do the podcast. I want to go into um, computer science, uh, technology, website design. We just had somebody on our show who does that. And his comment to me was, I don't think I can find an, an opportunity, an internship. So I told him story after story after story about young people going into their circle of influence. Mm-hmm. And it could be their parents. It right. could be their friends, parents. Friends. It could mm-hmm. be a teacher. It can be anybody who might know someone. And if all else fails, they got this really cool thing called the internet. And you can go find people. I did this exercise with a young lady on LinkedIn. We found somebody locally that did exactly what she wanted to do in nutrition. Perfect. Now all you got to do is ask for permission. That's it. Yep. And I know it's a little overwhelming. So here's your third writer downer. You better get comfortable being uncomfortable because if you want to be successful, you're going to have to get past your anxiety, your stress, and your pressure, the pressure before it even gets real. That, right. Asking somebody for help is the easiest thing to do. You just have to be willing to do it. You know, think about what you're going to say. Yeah, it, people like talking about themselves too. If you're asking about what they do, yes. they love talking about themselves and they would be honored to do that. I think I've only worked one job in my life where I did not know someone who worked there before. Right. It's so important who you know. All of my jobs, Every, all my opportunities have come from someone I know, someone yep. that opened a door, someone that made the introduction to the next person that was going to open the door. Exactly. Yes. It's yeah, interesting. Talked you talked about the ask, but uh, uh, my coach, one of my coaches, because uh, for all of you listening is you great coaches have great coaches. So no matter how high up you become in your career, coaches always still have coaches. And it's an important part of, of working your business model. But my coaches, if I am in a blockade or, or anything, he always teaches the ask and he'll say, Amy, how many asks did you do today? If I'm trying to find a resource, you've got to be asking. And the more times you ask, the more you're opening up that possibility of finding that resource you're looking for. That is so true. The Mm -hmm. worst word in the English language to me is maybe. Mm -hmm. I'll take a no for sure. I want a yes, but maybes are horrible. If you get into an environment where somebody's like, let me think about it. And you got to follow up a bunch of times. Keep trucking. Just Mm -hmm. move on to the next person. Mm -hmm. Um, You got to be able to be persistent, consistent. You've got to be able to do that stuff because if you really want something, no one's going to hand it to you. You got to go make that happen. Right. And that's what, so back to this uh, internship that Alex was, we, he asked me, so because we had rapport, I was like, sure, let's talk about what, what I do. I don't know. We'll find something. <laughs> and so I, I was talking to him and Amy, you know this, cause you and I've talked about, about a piece of technology I wanted to put together. But the only thing I didn't really understand was 
Um, like I can walk somebody through a checklist and a timeline of things we want to do. And we're working on developing that. But the bigger question to me was, well, I don't know when a kid gets to college, I'm working with them in high school. When they get to college, did they get everything they needed in a college experience? So Alex is like, I don't know, but I can ask. And I'm like, who are you going to ask? And he's like, I'll just go, Alex, you tell him, you tell him what you did. Cause I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. So I was in Greek life at San Diego state. And so we have, obviously there's hundred plus people in my fraternity. And then obviously we know a lot of people in different sororities. So I just got permission from my executive board, like, Hey, want to send out a quick survey, um, asking you like what you wish you had known going into college, what you hope to get getting out of college. And so I send this to literally hundreds of people just because it is a um, pretty tight knit community. And we're in, you know, all these group chats together. So um, people were generous enough to fill out those surveys and what we thought, God, I thought a lot of really good just analytics in terms of what people wish they had known going into college and what people were hoping to get out of college. And it really opened my eyes in terms like, I was like, wow, like those are really good points. It got me thinking like, man, what do I got to do to better prepare myself? So right. um, we got some really, really good information from, um, from all those individuals. And it was, again, it was who I knew and getting involved and going out of my comfort zone. We're back to the ask, right, Amy? He just back asked. to the yep. ask. Back to the was, ask. I mean, and we're here because you asked. He, right. Well, yeah. that's how this all kind of got started. So he asked really good questions. And one of the questions he asked was, what you, did you wish you knew going into college about the institution that you didn't know when you got there? And they were like, we wish we had an environment where we could interact with students that already went there. So they wanted a social environment where they could talk to people who had experience at San Diego State. On the backside, what they really wished is that somebody had helped them understand that they should have prepared for their career long before they graduated. Mm -hmm. And they wish they had individuals they could talk to about those careers. So guess what we have now based on that research? Yes. And an experience that Alex and I had at, the, at his, his alma mater at his high school. Let's create an environment where people can get information from the experienced ones that help them on their path. And I think that's how you create, make it from a business owner. If you're trying to figure out what you, you should do, ask people what they need mm -hmm. and then create that faith. And that's what we did. And I went back to Alex and Capri and Amy, people who care about young people and who care about their future, who show that they worked hard and go, let's just put a podcast together and see if we can get a bunch of guests. And because of that, people are starting to ask questions. High school that we were talking about before we hit record wants to get the information out to parents. This is all because Alex was brave enough to go, let me go ask somebody what they really want. And we found out that young people just want guidance and direction. That's even that transcends their education. So really does education important, training important, experience more important. Yes. Immerse yourself into what you want to do. And it's okay to change your mind. Then go and immerse yourself into the next one. But just being more thoughtful on yeah. what you're choosing and which direction you're going. And if it's something you love, you want to be in culinary, go work at a kitchen. And, and it's okay if you just start out as a host or, or, you know, with kitchen help, you at least get to see what that environment is like. Exactly. You can know whether it's that job that you're doing, whether you like yeah. that, then you're around all these other people in that industry. Like, yes. do I want to be like the head chef? 
do I want to be a server or, you know, in a business or a doctor's office? Do I want to be a doctor or a nurse right. or whatever it may be? Even if you're not doing that specific job, you're around those people. Mm-hmm. You see what they do. And maybe it's like, I absolutely want to do this. And maybe it's like, I absolutely do not want to right. do That's this. That's not what it's I trial and error. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So you can check something off your list or you know for sure. All right. I'm yeah. in. I and I'd much this. rather learn that at 17 or 18 than at 40. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sooner the better for sure. I, I tell people, it's so funny you said that, Alex and Amy. I tell young people all the time, I'm more interested in what you don't want than what you do want. Yes. yes. Because if you can explore what you don't want, it eliminates so many things. Exactly. And there's only so much that a personality test or a career diagnostic is going to tell you. You got to get your hands dirty. You got to feel it, taste it, smell it. Figuratively. <laughs> you got to yeah. live it. Yes. You got to. My daughter would be totally embarrassed if I told this story, but she was torn. She was like, I, I kind of like maybe you go in the restaurant business baking. Well, four or five jobs later, she's working at a bakery. They, she loves it there. They love her. She's moving up. Now, is that her career goal? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But you don't know that until you yeah. do it. Exactly. What I can tell you is she worked in a restaurant. I could tell you for a fact that's not happening because she went and she tried it. She tried it. She literally it. was busting tables, taking out yeah. the trash, was, starting at the, the bottom. Hard work. Worked yep. up to be a bit like a sous chef and like server. And she's not, she's an introvert. So being a server was out of her comfort zone. So back to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And then she worked at a bakery and she's like, this is more my speed. At the same time, she's taking classes to become a welder. So who knows how all that works out. But here's what she said to me yesterday. Maybe I'll work at a company who makes and welds stuff for the baking industry. There you go. You just totally. don't know how it's going to come together. But like your point, Amy, figure it out and fail at 15, 16, 17. Yep. Don't wait till you're 22, 23, 24. Or to your point, you wake up one day, you're 40 years old and you realize all I've had is a job. I yes. need money. Big friggin' deal. deal. You're mm-hmm. gonna be miserable. Mm-hmm. So let's let's break that chain and yes. get people experience no matter what. And by the way, on this subject for you parents out there, like, hey, I want my kid to earn his way or her way to get a part-time job. Um, I want them to pay for their gas. Man, I'm all about building responsibility. I'm all about that. All my kids did that too. But what we're trying to do is connect some dots that allows mm-hmm. them to do that a little with purpose. Exactly. Maybe find an opportunity where you can explore your passion, your desire, your interest. Maybe you don't make as much money or maybe any money, but at least you're getting experience. And yes. believe me, you will be thankful for that. And your future self will thank you. Up, yeah, it's an investment. Guys. Yes. And, and oh, funny story, totally. just funny story just to share with you. And it's just my, my personal story, but at 19, you know, I, I needed to wait tables. I, that was the job I, I needed to go in to do, but I loved entertaining, always been a singer, always been an entertainer. So I found the one restaurant that was a entertaining waitress job where we wore costumes, we sang, we entertained. It was almost like a dinner theater. My pay was the same as a waitress as if I had worked in any other restaurant, but I was now entertaining and found out how much I loved that and honed in that skill. And it was from there that I had somebody, uh, one of our regular customers 
uh, offer me a job in sales to transition out of that and launched my next job starting with sales, which is a big part of what my career has been today is learning how to sell. I still speak. I still entertain. So always finding that one job. I was still waiting tables, but I was entertaining while I did it. And you're happy, I'm sure, because you're doing obviously making money. You're doing what you're passionate about. And you're like, this is absolutely what I want to do. And I still have that costume to this day. That's awesome. You can wear it in the next episode. I was just going to (laughs) say. So one other thing on this that I want to touch on, and I don't know how long it's been because I I didn't start my call. That's okay. We're running. We're running close to the wrap up. All right. So Alex mentioned this to me a couple weeks ago in a private conversation. So I'm going to bring it up because I think it's Jermaine here. Mm-hmm. Side hustle, the the hustle to the hustle. Mm-hmm. Amy, what are your thoughts on uh, a young person maybe trying to get their own thing started? What What do you think about that? What has your experience been? Why would, might that be valuable too? I think we should always encourage that. If anybody has the passion and the drive to say, I, I can visualize this and I can do it, let them go do it. Do it. And hopefully that everyone around them would support doing it. Because failure is okay too. That's where you learn. That's where you learn to shift the next time. If you fail young, like we talked about, you, what you're going to do, you, yep. there's no success story that doesn't have failure stories along with it. And they, and they end up being really fun, funny stories later on. So be willing to say, I'm going to be excited and thankful if I fail, and I'm going to be thankful for what I succeed in this. But I always advise that step outside the box because we have incredible, brilliant young minds out there today. Incredible with the resources they have that we didn't have when we went to school. I can't even imagine if I'd had the resources today. Uh, back then. And so oh take those God. resources and absolutely go for that side hustle. There's no downside. You're just going to learn about yourself in the process. Yeah. yeah you have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. You don't learn anything through success. No. You learn things through failure. Yeah. That's how you learn. And so Alex was, and I were talking about this and I think I, I, I was thinking about it because he, you know, he's got a full-time job, but he's young and you've got energy and you've got energy you use that, or even if you're a little older, there's something about the spark that you get from doing diligence and asking people. It kind of gives you, it fills up your tank, so to speak. It gives you energy. And because of that, you get to explore more creative things, or you get to kind of test drive a few things. And Amy, to your point, if you're ever going to do it, the internet social media, you've got tools and resources that can take something that could be just a hobby or something that's obscure and make it a real thing. So uh, Amy will tell this story one other time, which is she hasn't lost her passion for performance. She's still doing that. It, I can, every time I talk to her about it, she just, her eyes light up because, Hey, you do something, you know, career wise, but there's nothing wrong with having a dream and really working on that. And it gets back to ask questions, find people who do you want to do, allow them to have experience, ask really thoughtful questions. We do an exercise with our kids, 21 questions, go deep on it and figure out what is that you want to know. So if you're in front of a professional who does what you want to do, you can glean information and maybe somebody will take you under their wing. They might become like a mentor. That stuff is very much out there. And what Alex was talking to me about he has this degree in psychology and back to, hey, is there anything I can do with you? It's like, we work with young people, develop careers. That aligns with him. Yes. Like that's, he's into that. So there's always an opportunity for that. And he's like, I don't know how to do that. Well, guess what? I do. So we learn together. And his mom has some experience you. in that. So we can <laughs> learn from that. 
You never know what's going to take you. And if it gets you yep. closer, that aligns with your passion and your energy and your excitement, man, people will be there to help you for sure. Completely. 100%. I love it. So everybody listening to this is just going to go do it. Go find that. Go find your, your thing that you're passionate about right now and find that job that fits that. Even if it's just your part-time summer job, go find it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a few hours a week, it will pay yes. dividends in the long run. Yes. And to your point earlier, that experience gives you things to write about when you're applying to university or college. They want to know what challenges you face, what experience, how did you help someone, who who mentored you, what did you learn from that? You're not going to get that saying, hi, how am I take your order? You can, I suppose, but they're going to want to know how did your activities align with what you say you want to be and what you want to do. And when that stuff syncs up, it makes you an incredible, incredible candidate. And back, to, I think, Alex, we were joking about GPA. GPA plays a role in admissions, but so does For all sure. the other stuff. Your yes. activities, what you do in the community, how your experiences have shaped who you are. They want to know what have you done to move your world forward and why should we consider you? Well, if you haven't done anything, it's going to be real hard for them to understand who you are and what you're about. And you've got to have those experiences to go along with your education. So completely, I love this subject. I could talk about this all night, but I know we got to go. All right. Well, thank you guys. Actually, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know how to wrap this up. That's why we edit. Well, you're with a couple pros, so if you butcher it, we'll clean it up. Exactly. It's getting out of my comfort zone. Well, hope you guys took something out of this. I know it is summertime, so please take this advice to heart. Um, again, even if it's a few hours per week, understand if you got to make money, but I really think it is going to be extremely helpful for you guys to take these little steps to your ultimate career goal. So Alex Sonk, Ed Sanderson, Amy Scruggs, wrapping up. Thank you. Make sure and subscribe to this show so you don't miss the next episode of Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We want to hear from you as well. You can email us at 2ok2ya at gmail.com.